Hello and welcome to another ISIS Energy podcast. This week we'll be talking about records because um, there are records across the energy sphere this week with prices. Some of them high, some of them lows, uh, but generally a bearish trend um, across the board. My name is Ben Lee and here with me today is um, Stacey Irish who covers the coal market, Sylvia Morteni who looks at carbon and Tom Rogers who looks at the MVP gas market in Britain. So I guess we'll start off with coal. Um, so it's been bearish. I mean, what sort of prices have we been seeing and why have they been falling, Stacey? The coal market um, remains bearish. Um, nothing has changed. This week, um, prices fell to record lows for the European front year contract. It fell to below $48 per tonne. The main reason why it's fallen is because demand for physical coal in Europe is weak. Stocks are high, utilities have enough coal in stocks they don't need to buy, and that's just put bearish, um, has been a bearish driver for the swaps market. Um, the outlook for the coal market is, 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 is bleak, um, it's not supposed to change anytime soon. Um, what really needs to happen is for global coal miners to cut production in South Africa and Australia to balance supply with demand, but no one's prepared to do that. So, as long as they keep on pump- pumping out the coal, stocks are going to remain high and demand for physical coal and financial coal is expected to fall even further. Okay, I see. Interesting. Well, I, I remember a lot of us in the room today in this podcast were featured in another podcast uh, probably about three months ago, and we were talking about this very thing, you know, prices were falling, new records have been set, and it doesn't seem like things have changed as we've transitioned into the winter. Tom, on the gas side, what's been happening there, and is it the same thing, basically? No, yeah, exactly right. Here we are again. So, a few months ago, we were at record lows, and we've looked like we've surpassed those record lows in the next sort of three months. Looking at sort of curve prices on the MVP, sort of your front quarters, your front season, it hasn't been this low since maybe 2010. And the drivers are sort of the same. Oil hasn't really picked up, so there's no sentiment feeding through from there. That's still pretty bearish. A lot of it is the LNG market, which is increasingly more oversupplied. You've got loads of production coming online in Australia, um, in the US... And the demand side, the LNG is sort of the growth there isn't looking particularly good. And the way it works with the MVP is that it often acts as like a lightning rod in that sense. And that the oversupply often gets pushed onto Europe because they've got the steep liquidity on the MVP. There's going to be that demand for the gas. So that's pushing the prices down and that's going to be the case for sort of the next five years. Okay. Well, yeah, you were talking about the... You know the front quarter, the front season. Those will be futures contracts, mm-hmm. which will be for delivery in the future. That obviously means that people expect prices to continue falling. Then, is it? yeah, no, exactly right. There's 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 very little upside. Uh, one commodity which did buck the trend this week was European emissions allowance prices, um, which hit a fresh three year high. Uh, Sylvia, could you tell us what was going on there? Uh, what were the drivers? Uh, yes, carbon has been quite strong in uh, recent weeks, and this is because of a combination of uh, um, an ongoing reform uh, called backloading and uh, the fact that another longer-term reform has been agreed, uh, the market stability reserve. So backloading, which started already in uh, 2014, is removing some uh, scheduled auction volumes uh, from the market. So basically, this volume is not sold anymore, uh, and this keeps you know fresh daily supply uh, lower. Uh, than expected before, uh, and it's supporting prices. On the other hand, uh, now there is a certainty that um, at the end of the phase, uh, so like from from 2020 onwards, there will be another mechanism called the market stability reserve that will act to make the supply scheme 
of the ETS more flexible. So like supply has been an issue in the ETS. It's the reason why prices have been so low is that supply was keeping on coming and, you know, on a business as usual uh, scenario while demand was really low because of the recession. But the combination of these two factors is supporting prices and it's making most analysts predict that prices will be even higher at the end of the year and then later on uh, in this decade. Okay, so even though the rest of the energy uh, sphere is falling in price, we can expect carbon prices to continue rising then? Uh, well, that's the consensus among uh, uh, market observers. One thing that is uh, noteworthy is that if we look at the um, relation between carbon and the other commodities, what we're seeing is that the clean dark spreads, which is a measure uh, of, uh, of the profit for running a coal plant, and that carbon is usually really correlated to that, uh, because the highest is profitable to run a coal plant, then the most attractivity is actually to run it, so utilities tend to hedge power forward and they buy carbon at the same time. So what we're seeing is that the clean dark spreads are not at the highest this year. They've been higher previously uh, in previous weeks. German power, for instance, is, is uh, at record lows as well, so that, that's what we're seeing at the moment. The, the carbon seems to be in strong by itself. Okay, I see. Well, um, uh, to wrap up then, it's, it seems like it's been a generally bearish week on the energy markets in Europe and the coal market worldwide too. But one commodity which was bucking the trend and seems to be likely to continue to do so in the future is carbon. But we'll be looking at all of these commodities going forward to see um, whether they push further record lows or further highs. And uh, when we do this podcast again in the future, it'll be interesting to see uh, whether things have slipped further or gone up more. Thanks for listening. Check out isis.com for more detail. Thank you. Bye.